1: What's up, Mizzou Nation? Welcome to another episode of Making Mizzou, sponsored by 360 Vodka on the Kansas City Sports Network. I'm your host, Martin Rucker, my co host, Tommy Saunders, and today we got in the building the big 9 9. I don't know if it's the real 9 9. Maybe he'll address that later on, well, we got You'll the 9 like okay, okay, okay,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> 9 in the building. No.
3: Let's
1: go. <laughs> big L- Lorenzo wow, Williams,
3: baby. What's up, Zo? You know, good? Just, just uh just just moving and shaking, like you know, like 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 some like some people do, you know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to catch the wind on the back, so I can get rolling, you know what I mean? So I
1: can run fast. That's it. There you go, there you go. You can get some wind in the back, you give it to Tommy, he might be able to run fast too. Um so Thanks. uh <laughs> I mean, I'm still faster than you, probably. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's crazy
4: because I did more uh, 225 reps than you, and you weighed 300 pounds. You had an extra
3: year. Oh, I scored more touchdowns than my senior I scored more, more touchdowns than the starting receiver score. How is that possible? That's, that's Where
4: is the show true.
1: going? Oh, my goodness. Okay. 30 seconds in.
4: You know, like when you get challenged, and you know the thing about when you talk stuff to people, like the stuff is not true. You know, like
3: tell me, how many times did you, sure. you score my senior year? uh
4: Oh, your senior year? Yeah. I don't even know. One.
3: <laughs> how many did I score?
4: Three. How many did I? How many did I have my senior year? Seven. I don't,
3: seven I don't know. I went there. I went there to compete. So why, why does that matter? It don't matter. It don't oh matter. man, matter. this
1: is fantastic. <laughs> oh man, the Tigers this year. <laughs> Hey, hey,
3: Tommy, you ran,
1: you ran 4-7, right? Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> listen. Hey, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is. You are a great
3: player, man. Hey, I, love, I love watching you play, man. You're hey, amazing, Tommy. He's one, listen, one, of the best, one of the best I know that's doing it, man.
4: If I was 300 pounds, I would bench press an ungodly amount. But I was a receiver. I had 204 and i bench more than you max in 225 what mm. so how can you hold how can you hold mm. you know the gap how can you hold your spot 515 damn okay sorry. 515 okay <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what i'm saying hey all we right do hey. Appreciate you, yeah. i appreciate that 515, i give so The
3: credit is due, man that's a great job
4: that's all that's all I'm saying. I don't know how you can be great at your job when somebody is so much stronger than you. Yeah, I know. Adds, it's hard to get you 21 know, That's sacks on you your doing, job. Man.
3: I tell you so. He's 21 sacks. was really hard to get, man. It was really tough. It's really tough, you know what I mean? Not, not a lot of guys can do that, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I
1: commend you for being apparently undersized and Undersized weak, but still <laughs> figuring <laughs> out a way to get 21 <laughs> sacks. That is fantastic.
4: This, is, this I love to give an insight to how what it goes on in the locker room what really goes on <laughs> this is like oh, no let's go You're right. You're right man it's oh, great to man. see y'all man great to see y'all but honestly but for real i think that that comes out because we beat them so much uh the defense so bad in <laughs> practice right. and so i think there's a lot of hostility there's a lot of resentment yes, here we go. uh go built in so you this. know like hey a lot of times you have this this buildup inside of you that just comes out. You don't really know that it's there hey, and, man, then something trigger, and then something triggers it. And so I need somebody I else in this podcast to
3: meet me. Man. I can't be on here by myself with y'all team, man. I, got, <laughs> I need to somebody else to
4: here. do us hey, a favor and he he'll right. <laughs> right. We're just trying to have a nice, subtle God, conversation, me, see what's going on. But Listen, hey, I understand here's why. Thing.
3: Here's the thing. I didn't know. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't know when, we was, when it was happening that we were playing against the number one offense in the world, the number one Fair offense enough. to ever play offense before. Fair so we didn't. We just thought we was just sorry. You know, we was like, man, we're going we gonna to suck. The defense it's going to be terrible. Uh, we're going to be <laughs> worse. it's going to be. You know what I mean? And, and we're going to cost us games. It's pretty much what we thought the whole time we was going through screen ball and everything. But, you know, lo and behold, when we got out there and started playing against other guys, they just wasn't as fast as y'all. <laughs> wasn't as good as y'all. Things didn't happen as quickly. So it was a little easy. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but- that was
1: really good, man. Y'all turned into one of the best defenses as well. And one of the best defenses that Mizzou has ever seen. And so, undersized, under man, we'll call it whatever you want. Y'all boys was balling over there, man. And 07 never would have happened without that defense. So, speaking of defense. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Have you been watching the Tigers this year? What do you think of the Tigers this year? Give us a, give us a little update out of Zoe's brain on the Mizzou Tigers of 2021.
3: Man, I just I think the biggest thing, man, is just we, we gotta be able to get to the quarterback, man. That's one 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 common theme and factor, man, that that always always rings true. When you, you got successful defense, successful teams, man, guys can get to the quarterback, man. That's that's the one thing I think we lacking a little bit this year is being able to make you know negative yards, uh, negative yard gains, uh, you know, taking taking people's neutrals and turning them to negatives, you know what I mean? Taking their positives, and turning them to neutrals. That that kind of stuff is a big deal uh, when you're talking about defense in general. You know what I mean? Especially playing in the SEC. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them dudes is like is is packed up on the D lines. You know, eight nine dudes rotating, uh, big size guys, and you know, the, Mizzou Mizzou just got to get. There. I think Coach Ringrose is doing a decent job. He got to right. he got to start start getting real deep into that D line, man. That's that's when things get really successful when you start causing negative yard plays, getting sacks, getting hurries, and pressure on the quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it's just a common thing around good defenses. So that's the one thing I think we need to we need to be focusing on a little bit uh, going forward.
1: When you guys were were when we were there. Um... You know, we had our ups and downs as well leading up to 2007. And that was on offense and defense. What were some of the things that you saw um, back then that contributed to our success? Like what were some of those metrics or the feeling as we were getting better that uh, we can look for in this team? Or are there any of those highlights that you see in this team that you say, I remember when we were there? And you can point to say, this is how they're going to be successful in the future.
3: Yeah, I think I think the one thing that uh, it, was a, it was a lot of different factors, man, that, that played into us being successful. I think uh the way the coaching chat the coaching staff changed as far as like their attitudes about the players and the and the player coach relationships really changed, and that was that became uh the ongoing thing, you know. Even with me coaching right now, it's kind of what I try to do. Cause you know, it got to the point where we loved them do so much we just didn't want to let them down. You know what right. I mean? And everybody has something great to say about their position coach, you know what I mean? Like right. I'm telling you right now there was no way in the world I was going to go out there and loaf or like not go as hard as I could and not not do the things I was supposed to do because I didn't want to let Coach cool down, didn't want to let Stack down, didn't want to let E down. You know what I mean? Like, Coach Ford, them dudes are all great coaches, man. So like, But we got to know them dudes on a different level. Uh, we just cared about them in a whole different way. So we, we didn't want to go out there and put something on, on film that they wasn't going to be proud of. You know I mean? So as you get to know new coaching staff, that's kind of the biggest thing I think that, you know, you gotta leave with love and make sure them guys know that, that you care about them because they, then they'll go out there and run through a brick wall for you. Mm. Um, and I'm not in that. I'm not in the locker room. Or we're not. You know, we're not in the locker room. We're not in the in the meeting and stuff like that. But you know, to, to know it, what's happening in that on that front, but it's gonna take a little while to build that. You know what I mean? And the second thing, obviously, in college, man, you got to go out there and get the best guys you you can possibly find. I mean, I know, I know it's a little different than people think. Well, it's just it's just little but. I mean, forget that, man. We in the SEC, man. You got to go, gotta go get the dudes. You know what I mean? The dudes is going to make it work. So I think the biggest thing when I'm watching the Tigers play right now is just they they feel like they just young. They feel like they, they're young in the, in the process, young in the game. Uh, they're not far away. I don't They they you know, they here and there have shown some great, some flashes of being really good, you know what I mean? And then flashes being really bad, which we went through that in 05, you know what I mean? Uh, cool. Half of 06, you know, when we when we, we started off 6-0 and, and kind of fell off after that, but I think the, the overall, the, the biggest thing, and, and not even, I don't even know how to explain this any better than what I'm about to say it, is that uh, I, I just don't think we was going to let it go down like that. You know what I mean?
1: That yeah. that's, That is that <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know another way to it wasn't say It going like, out like
3: that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all yeah. of us decided to come back. We all had a chance to leave early. You know, we all decided to come back. Kind of the detriment. I think I probably hurt myself more than more than any of y'all did because I was, I was a leading, I mean, in every category. Uh, my junior year at, at defensive line, but when I came back, I, some other guys were able to go past me. And, you know, they show up, but uh, but I didn't care. I didn't. That didn't matter to me. You know what right. I mean? Like I, I cared about y'all, and you know, we all cared about each other. We wouldn't. Just, we just wasn't gonna let it go down like that. We, I don't know if you you remember that meeting we had in my house, we got the whiteboard out. I was cooking barbecue. Oh yeah. <laughs> we was drawing <laughs> up the circles and what This is what we ain't gonna do. This is what we gonna do. We can't let this happen. Can't let that happen. You know what I mean? So we wasn't letting dudes show up like the weights. So, we wasn't let, letting dudes. Just get by, you know, we're not having their shirts tucked in. Like, the littlest, bittiest things, man, we was on top of all that stuff, man. Coach didn't have to do none of that for us. We, we did it for ourselves, so you know, all he had to do was coach us, you know what I mean? And, you know, right. I talk to GP nowadays, is super funny, man. I'm like, Coach, man, how you get these guys to go from, like, you know, just not very good guys to, like, good players? You're like, well, he says, oh, you know, well, when you were here, man, you know, you were, you, were, you, were, you were one second competitor when I first got you. I'm like, oh, one second competitor? <laughs> Golly, you know. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> He's Like, man, you know, you became
4: a five-second competitor, and then we can coach you. I mean, we coach you, you know what I mean? So, like
3: hey, <laughs> you gotta get them guys, you know, it's it's a lot to do with the dudes in the locker room, man. You know, dudes yeah. got dudes really gotta take, yeah, they gotta take it. You know, they can't let the coaches be control of that situation. Man. I just like I'm saying, like, I, we had young dudes behind us, like Tommy, Steve, you know, what I mean them dudes was different cats, man. Like, that's one thing I say about y'all. Y'all was y'all was so different when it came to being led. You know what I mean? Y'all wanted to be led. Y'all followed every direct that we gave you and, and, and then took it to another level at times, you know what I mean, which was really helped us out a bunch with that whole team camaraderie down from, from the top to the bottom was what, what we needed to have to be successful. So, I mean, that's, that's it.
1: Talk a little bit about bringing those guys in, the guys that we need. Like, Mizzou wasn't good when we got there. That's just keep yeah. it real, right? Yeah, you were sleeping in the
3: academic meeting.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Margin record. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what was it like when mizzou wasn't good what made you go there like what was like let me buy into this man i tell you right now <clears throat> i'm saying it but it's gonna be by the time i leave
3: i think my biggest thing man was that was the only only visit i went on that they wouldn't beg you to 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 commit like every five seconds you know what i mean yeah and I remember asking Coach Pingo, like, you don't really want me to come here, man. He's like, what you mean? He's like, you ain't asked me to commit one time. He's like, oh, we don't do that here, man. You know, we want you to want to be here. And I, he gave him the whole speech. I'm like, all right, man, I think I'm going to come. You know what I mean? So half of it, me, to be honest with you, you know how young kids think, man, I was going to have a chance to play right away. I felt like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they wasn't going to move me to D line. <laughs> that was one thing that. <laughs> One great selling point that they gave me, you know what I mean? Hey, we, you know, let's start our linebacker. You're like, all right, yeah, because I'm a linebacker, I I'm not a D line I never put my hand on the ground, I can't do that, you know. what I mean, so you know, that was everybody else was telling me has gonna move to the defensive end, I wasn't really feeling that. So being having the chance to play early, and you know, because Mizzou was was so bad before we got here, you know, quote unquote. You know what I, mean? I don't think they was bad, they just wasn't, wasn't rolling yet. But uh we just I just I thought I felt it. I felt good about it. Me and J Ray kind of committed together, you know what I mean. We both wanted to go. You know, I met. I met. I don't know if I met you on a visit, but I remember being with Speaker and a couple of other guys. You know what I mean? They all kind of committed. Like to we who was all on the same visit together. So, you know, we we just kind of decided, hey man, if we all come here. We might have got a chance to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? You know what I mean? Because all of us was pretty, pretty good at where we was at. You know what I mean? Except for me and you, I think everybody else besides me and you was winning state championships. Rugged, we was the only ones that had losing records. <laughs> <Not seeing you.
1: laughs> well, I see you trying to win a game, win a game state
3: championship. my yeah. yeah, gosh! Everybody else covered the big <laughs> rings. Me and Ruggie, it's just like we we the best players in this class because we're the only ones coming out losing seasons. That's in here, you know what I mean? And I like got a ones. class
1: ring, that's <laughs> <Right>. about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's about it.
1: <laughs> so y'all got right, recruited because yeah. our school was good, right? I
3: mean, but now I'm in Mizzou. I feel like we we said. When we left man Mizzou stayed on top for I mean 10 years. You know what I mean? That we changed it, we changed the program for a while. So when they went to the SEC, you know what I mean, they still, you know, Coach on them still rolling. You know what I mean? They just they got they got an opportunity to go get some guys that we couldn't get when we was when we was in the Big 12, you know what I mean? Like if they playing the SEC playing playing in the South, you could really get down in the South and go recruit big time players down there. Uh but you know the one the big thing I'm telling you man is if you got you want to be successful in the SEC, it's only one way to do it, man. You got to go get some D-line O line guys. They got to be Big and nasty and tough and physical, and just you know, they can't, can't have a lot of those out there playing. You may, may have one, may have one, though, not a lot of you know what I mean. But can't, you got to go get them dudes, man. They, they can change a lot of scrimmage. That's that's kind of where, where it started. True,
1: you, you'd be a linebacker now,
4: right? Still faster than Tommy, still stronger than Zoe. So. <laughs> Tell me about what, um, you know, people are seeing, seeing it now is, you know, this, this back and forth, this um, competitiveness talking stuff um, between us, between offensive defense, right? Talk about what it was like, how competitive practices were, workouts were between offense and defense, and how do you think that contributed to uh, the team's success?
3: Well, listen, man. I think obviously we we all all three of us know this, and everybody who was with us knows the the greatness and the insight and the just you know so ahead of his time how that Coach Ivy was. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Uh,
3: I don't think that people really even knew uh, some of the stuff that we was doing in two thousand five and and seven, like are just now getting hot in two thousand twenty one. I'm going straight to addition to conferences as a as a head coach now. Uh, and people trying to teach me about you know velocity based training, and I'm like, dude, I was doing this in 2006. Like, no, you were not Nobody knew about this stuff in 2006. I'm like, well, somebody knew about it. <laughs> you know, Brian Mann and, and, and Coach Ivy came down, and you know, Coach Stone and all them guys made made it hot. You know, we was out there doing doing the most. So, yeah, it's that that in itself created the competition that we needed to be to drive ourselves. They created those, you know, the the the, the standards and the numbers. And I mean, I remember, you know. You know how I used to write all our standards in blue. You know, if you, you can't hit this mark, you play for KU, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. We you yeah. know, we don't want to talk about that, but nobody wanted to be that guy. And then then once we hit the standards, it's like, well, what's what's Tommy doing? What's Ruck doing? What's Spoon doing? Like you're looking around at other guys, you know what I mean? Just it's, it's, it's getting getting up there with you. And I'm trying to stay a step ahead, you know what I mean? So then if somebody passed you and you gotta go try to catch them, it's just that 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 uh environment and that weight room that coach Ivy created, man, was just it was second to none, you know, the intensity level of just a freaking Sunday morning lift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we coming out to, after the game, you know, and, and hanging out a rug all night on, on Saturday, you know what I mean? And then coming Very well me.
1: rested. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and hydrated 100%. Continue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well hydrated is correct, I think. Uh, rested. I don't know so much about that, but if you know, you know, if, if, if three hours is good for you, then that's good for me. You know what I mean? So, but no, we, you know, we coming in, it's, it's competitive in a Sunday morning lift. You know what I mean? Like, it's everything we did was comp- competitive, man. And the accountability uh, feature that they added in there where you know, everybody got to start doing up-downs, people not showing up on time. Like, just the lowest just the biggest things, man, that they, they could do to create competition and, and just, you know, the, the environment. You know, and then obviously that spilled over into the field because now all of us have gotten bigger, faster, and stronger. we hitting harder, we're running faster. We, we're doing things at a high level. You know what I mean? I, I remember – to tell you the truth, man, Tommy Saunders is somebody I talk about on a regular basis with my teams been, for the last 13 years I've been coaching, man, because it's it's been dudes that kind of give me the whole like, well, I'm a sophomore, so I can't play, you know, I'm I'm not gonna try hard at practice and that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, listen, I know a dude who literally took a took a butt whipping for catching the ball on Thursday because <laughs> we because you know I me, mean? it, it was telling us straight up, bro, like I'm not dropping the ball, like I'm getting a scholarship, like. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most inspirational things. I think I've been a part of my life just watching Tommy Earnest a scholarship, man. And I was so happy for you when you got it. Cause it was just, I mean, we seen you go from, from a walk on cat that probably shouldn't have been a walk on. You know what I mean? You should have been a scholarship guy to begin with to just dominating every single thing that you did, man. Like, you know, you ain't, and you know, I'm faster than you, you return the punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, you know, all the things, <laughs> it was just a lot of things that you did, man. That was just, that was just solid. But again, Bringing people in like Tommy and Steve, you know, what I mean, like the, just the, just the cast that just want to come in and compete, man. They they didn't really care about nothing. I didn't care about no drip. They didn't care about what they looked like, what, you know, no draft status, none of that kind of stuff. They just coming in to compete, man. Just coming to work, you know. And that, and that was that was all the guys that was underneath us, you know, what I mean. So when it was our turn to be singers, man, it was easy. To, it was easy to lead them, dudes. They wanted they wanted it. They wanted it to be great. There wasn't no question what they what they was there for. So it was just you know we just got to tell them the right thing to do and and show up. Pretty much what we did.
1: So you're coaching football now. Walk us a little bit through that journey of after, you know, you left Mizzou and I believe you were in Springfield for a little while and now you're in Oklahoma. Talk about what led to, one, you being a, a football coach because you was always entrepreneurial. A man had snow cone stands and selling wristbands and T-shirts <laughs> and all the things. Uh, and then all of a sudden, hey, man, I'm going to coach football. So walk us through a little bit of that transition and how you got to where you are and how things are going.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I had the, the funds zone in Columbia for a little while, you know what I mean, for a couple years and that you know that did that did really well until it didn't, you know what I mean. We had to get had to step away from that deal. But in that process, Phil Pitts hit me up about coming to coming to work at Alliance with him, me. Uh so I went down there and worked with him and just fell in love with it, man. The first two years fell in love with the situation, man, pretty much what how it went down. So uh I was okay with selling selling all the business and everything just moving on to go coach, you know what I mean. I went started at Alliance and I went to central high school for four years. Uh, helped turn that program around and, you know, and build up a big, you know, build, build a good, good program there and got an opportunity to come back home to Oklahoma, man. So it's been, you know, we still, I still own a daycare down here just so you know, you know, we, we own a daycare down here. <laughs> me and my wife own a daycare down here making, making great money doing great things with that deal. It's a good, good system. But, you know, we, we always try to be uh be a step ahead of the deal, but this coaching thing, man, it's kind of in me, you know what I mean? I, I don't know when I, when I was in Mizzou, man, you know, after, after Aaron died, we had that, Whole situation where we had to, you know, I had to find myself a little bit and you know what kind of leader I want to be, and what kind of person I want to be. You know, what I mean, that, that kind of took me to a whole different, whole different journey in life type deal, you know what I mean? So I knew I wanted to be a coach, I just didn't know, I just didn't want to be broke. That's first of all, I and mean, then I didn't want to be like, you know, uh, you know, not being able to provide for the family and be do what I want to do. So, you know, after that, you know, what I mean, I, and I had a lot of good coaches growing up, but it was it was just in me, man, to just go out here and just try to help kids and lead as many kids to crisis as I can. And that's pretty much my mission on a daily basis to get up and, and, and be be the most be the most godly guy I can be, you know, to help these kids get to Christ. So that's what that's what I'm doing.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me about what you how you've incorporated what you've learned at Mizzou um into your coaching strategy now, <laughs> how you're motivating your kids, because all the stuff that you know you named that Coach Ivy and, and Coach Pico did is like, you know, for the most part, most of the programs are doing all of that stuff. But there's you know probably 10% that's different that you're actually yeah. getting kids to engage and take that next step and get the next effort. So what are you doing that's that's trying to get them to take that you know that next step um, outside like that's kind of how I looked at it for me was like everybody's doing this normal program stuff. Everybody's catching balls, everybody's lifting and uh, so for me, like I get motivated on days that it's raining. I'm like, oh, nobody's running routes today. I'm gonna go run a hundred routes. I'm gonna go work outside and go extra because I know this is a this is a day that I can get better than everybody else. I know for yeah. sure that only about three percent of people are working out today outside. So what are you doing that's different, trying to incorporate with your players?
3: Yeah, high school high school wise, man. You know, it's 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 hard to find guys like that these days, man. To be honest with you, man, because. A lot of kids, they got a lot of stuff that we that hurdles stuff that we don't we didn't have to deal with when we was kids. You know what I mean? We didn't have a lot of cell phone access. I mean, it wasn't social media it wasn't hot like it is right now. You know, a lot of kids just play football for the likes. They don't even really like the game. They just want to be, they want to have a highlight tape. You know what I mean? Yep. So they definitely don't love it. You know, you talk about a person like Tommy Saunders, man, who's motivated to do eighty-four thousand push-ups in the summertime, man. Like that kind of stuff ain't 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 something you see every day. You know what I mean? So just I constantly try to try to tell them, like, I give them everything we got. You know what i mean the, the biggest thing man i try to leave with love the most i can because again the love ain't changed you know what i mean you know the game has changed numbers change people change but love don't love don't really change you know what i mean so mm-hmm. when the kids know you love them they're gonna do they're gonna do whatever you whatever you want you know what i mean they're gonna they gonna go hard for you uh they're gonna do the extra work they're gonna put the put the extra stuff in because they don't want to they don't want to let you down you know you and they see me up here working every day like i'm, I'm still the same person i was when we were school like i don't go home <laughs> i don't even know i got a I got a, a food time over here. That I sleep on on a regular basis because I'm up here working <laughs> so much. But yeah. they see me up here all the time. Like they ain't, ain't never a time they coming up here because I ain't here. And they, and they, and they know that they like I run out, I come here and run my my mile every couple of days. Like Tommy try to get me to do a mile a day. I used to do it, could do it, can't do it no more. But you know, but uh, it is it is what it is. You just got to show it. You got you got to be the prime example of it. You know what I mean? And they got to follow you. You know, it's, it's kind of like kind of one of them deals. Yeah, even now you, you can leave them, leave them drink though. You know what I mean? So, they got one to drink the water. like, you know, it's easy when you got a lot of good kids. I mean, it's a lot of kids who, like, have an opportunity to go to the next level because they see you as somebody that they want to be. It's like, hey, you've been all the way to the top. Like, I'm trying to get there. So how'd you get there? And I'm like, I did this. You know, I know a dude who did this. I know this. You know what I mean? Like, I got a tight sophomore. sophomore, sophomore now. I mean, I, mean, I didn't already put on some rock college I mean, y'all kind of got some about about playing. Like, but I'm gonna tell you what this dude was doing. Like, he was doing X, Y, Z. The third. That's how he got to where he was at. You know what I mean? Like, I got a lot of, I got a lot of insight and stories and like witnesses and people that I know that that's good that, that you can go look at and say, Hey, hey, I can turn this tape on from 2007 to Saunders. Man, this dude was the most amazing workout guy I've ever met in my life. You know what I mean? This is what he used to do. Most of the kids like, there's no way I can do that. Like, well, it is a way you can do it. You just gotta want to damn do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yep. if you want to do it, you're gonna get it done. I mean, you know, you know, there's no try. You either do what you don't do so. Let's go out here and make it happen. So we try to take the words out. You know, I got my the biggest thing. You know, I just got my uh, my no excuse board made. You know, so we can't have no excuses right here. Hey. You know what I
1: mean? Oh, hey,
3: no matter how valid, it's real out here. Never changes, man. No matter how valid, no matter how valid, it's it still still holds true to this day, man. So yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just the lessons we learned, man. I'm just passing them down,
1: pretty much. So what's the goal, man? You want to coach college? You want to coach pro? You just want to do it for the love of the game and coach high school for the rest of your life, career? Man, listen, I love the game.
3: I love the game. But really, the, the really, man, only reason why I'm coaching high school because, I mean, I love coaching high school too, man. It's it's not, it's not, it's, it's nothing like seeing a kid go from 14 to 18. You know what I mean? Like go from a, a little, a little dude freshman who don't have a clue, you know which way is up, to seeing a dude walk out of your program being a man and having the opportunity to go play the next level or you know i got electricians and plumbers and you know car audio guys i mean i got all kinds of stuff going on with guys that graduated here i got multiple military dudes navies armies air forces coast guards all kinds of stuff man so you know when you when you start getting into to people's lives you know what i mean and really getting able to change what their life is you know what i mean that's that's kind of my biggest goal cuz i didn't have a great grow, grow you know a great situation growing up you know didn't have a dad around that kind of thing you know what i mean we you know me we, me and Tommy always got got some a kind of and some things, you know what I mean. But we, I just try to make sure them dudes know for sure, man. Like, you got to be a great dad. You know, when I see guys having kids now, I, mean, I had a kid making to the NFL for the first time. One of the kids I first coached when I was in the Lions, that was great. You know, it just, it just those kind of things just kind of started to pop up as you've been in it for a long time. You start seeing that thing. But you know, obviously, my, you know, when my daughters graduate from high school, cause you can't leave them by themselves when you're 13, 18, they gotta be you gotta be around. You know what I mean. When they, graduate, when they graduate from high school, I like to go to college and start working start working to the next level, you know what I mean? Try to see if I can work my way up. The the, the curse I got, man, is I'm a D-line guy, you know what I mean? There ain't a lot of D-line guys doing it, you know, being head coaches in the, in the next level, so you got to have some some, uh, some good ends with some people, you know what I mean, to get to have a chance to get in and be a coordinator and you know, work your way up from position coach to coordinator and have a chance to go be a, be a head guy some, somewhere, but uh, it's, it's a long road for D-line guys, you know, the, the quarterbacks get it easy, you know, the, the linebackers get it easy, safety stuff get it easy, but you know, some of the other position guys don't really get as easy as other guys do. So, you know, you got to prove that you're smart. You got to prove that you can be in the room with the best guys around. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be able to do again. Nothing – it ain't – the competition ain't never going to leave my heart. You know what I mean? So, it's it's, it's kind of where, where it's at for me. You know what I mean? I want to I go compete at the highest level I can uh, and, and, and get a chance to do that.
4: Man, uh, that's great how you're pouring into these kids and kind of on the topic – I want to know kind of how are you taking the same things you implement with your team into parenting and parenting your kids, right?
3: Ooh. You know, it's a, uh, it's, come on. it's. I'm uh, talking real out here today,
4: you Come on. Well, you, know, one thing, you know, I think it's really <laughs> interesting. I think it's interesting to me is like, you know, we're all, we go our, we go on our, uh, our separate ways after college. We learn all these skills. It's all about us. Okay. We're self-absorbed. We're trying to go after, we're trying to reach our goals. All of a sudden you get a wife. Okay. Now it's you gotta look out for her and make sure she's on the her own path and reach her goals. You gotta, you you gotta cut your
3: wife up too sometime. I gotta cut my yeah. wife <laughs> up You know what
2: I mean? Hey, hey,
4: how's that
1: go? I'll, let us know about that. Yeah, man. let, let us know man, how that. that, goes. that goes. Yeah, let us know. Her own coach, me,
3: yeah. Nah. Tell hey. me how
1: many times so, she volunteered to read the no excuses board.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Let's <laughs> point to it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that board will be out the window.
1: With uh, you right behind it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 100 uh, So anyways, how how are you implementing that now, now that you have kids? You know, you don't have an after practice. Like, everybody gather up. We're going to talk about <laughs> no excuses. Everybody gather up. We're going to talk about nutrition. Like, how are you going about right. implementing some of those uh, learnings to your kids?
3: Man, I think the biggest thing is you got to – first thing you got to do is you got to have a partner that's on board, man. I think my wife is awesome. Like, she I, – I have had to cuss her up a little bit and just kind of get her to understand, like, in this sports thing, man, like, it ain't a lot of room for error here. You know what I mean? It ain't – like if you give the kids a soft place and land, they're going to take it. So don't be the soft place and land for them. They can't be – they can't hear from me one thing and then go to you and hear something else. You know what I mean? So if your partner's on board, uh, you got a good chance. You know what I mean? You got a good chance of, of being, being a great – doing a good job parenting. it. I think uh with my kids specifically, you know, I, my daughters play softball. You know, they play basketball. They better start track this year. My son is, plays four sports, you know what I mean? So uh, it's it's really, to me, about having fun and, be, and, and giving maximum effort. Like, if I can get them to understand what maximum effort is, you do that, and then they have fun doing it, then the next part of that comes to be like, well, I want to be good at this, so how do I do? When they start asking the right questions, you give them the right answers, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you know, whenever whenever my daughters come to me and say, Dad, I need to lose some weight, what do I do, like well, you need to, this nutrition conversation we're about to have, you know what I mean? Like it's saying it really nothing about what you're doing working out wise, you know, you're gonna do that anyway. But if you eat the right way, things are gonna happen for you, you know. what I mean, so they she takes that lesson, you know. And, you know my daughter wants to get stronger, so I'm like, all right, first of all, can you do a push-up? Can't do a push-up, I can't do nothing but for you, you know what I mean? So let's work on getting 10 push in the world, let's work on work, work on air squats, and get control your body, just be a good athlete, that kind of way, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, my daughter. I got a daughter that pitches. You know, what I mean, I got another daughter that's a power hitter. They both hit the ball pretty well, uh, first baseman and stuff like that. So it's a lot of it's a lot of things that go into that. A lot of work that goes into that. Luckily, my pitcher daughter is OCD, so you know, she don't got she don't need a lot of a lot of guidance. She's gonna be out there in the garage working on you know whatever she can work on as many days she can work on. And My, my other daughter, she she got a, a goal in her head. She's gonna get two hundred swings in a day. So I told about Tommy Saunders. I'm like, man, Tommy Saunders should do 200 pushups a day. You know what I mean? Try to get 84,000. I mean, I'll tell you, Tommy, I use you a lot, man. Ruck, I don't use you as much, but Tommy, <laughs> I use you a lot, though, you know. <laughs> but but now they go out there and work, man. So that's that's the biggest thing with, with the kids is you got to understand. For parents especially, man, you got to be a great parent, man. Like I deal with parents from youth league all the way to high school, man. And I think the biggest problem with parents is they want to do something they want. Some of them want it more than their kids want it. Uh, a lot of them. Get embarrassed by them kids not that by that kids not playing well, which you can't do that. You know what I mean? Because it ain't about you. You know what I mean? You really gotta be a so selfless person to understand that your kid is going through this journey. You gotta help them do it, but you can't do it for them. So unless they if they gonna go out there and make it happen, they gonna go out there and happen on their own. When they start having success, they understand. Like when they go out there and get beat, they be like, man, I lost because you know we didn't lose because of rest, we didn't lose because of bad culture and all that kind of stuff. You lost because you didn't play good. You know what I mean? Like this is a you thing. <laughs> So you can fix this easily. Like it's an easily fixable deal. But you know, we we talk about a lot. So I talk about a lot of so stuff with my kids. And the crazy thing is, now that they getting in junior high, now I can hear them talking to their friends and the stuff they saying to their friends and stuff that, hey, you can't have no excuses, man. You can't do that. You know, you can't, You got to you got to go hard every time. You got the effort got to be maximum. You, your enthusiasm got to be high. Like all the things yeah. that we talk about on a regular basis when we was in school together, they they talking to their friends about it now, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of one of them deals where you just pass it down. And then whenever somebody is not like that, they get really confused, which is one thing Coach Pinkel had told me uh, when I left school. He was like, "Man, listen, you're gonna run into a lot of people that ain't gonna be like you. They didn't go through the things you went through. They don't know the lessons you learned. You know, all of the the simple things you think is just part of life. They don't, they don't even know where to start with that. So you just can't let them people bring you down. You gotta stay, stay, stay level, and stay up where you at, and make them come to you. So. Now that my kids, my kids are now doing that to their teammates. So they're making them come to them. Like they're making them understand like, Hey, there's no excuses. You know, go up there and make it happen. Were you working hard enough to make it? Do you deserve to make a play right now? Did you work hard enough to make this play? Do you work hard enough to get this, get this, uh, this walk off home run? or this walk? You know, to be able to strike the first now we need to, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So they, that's how they take their message to their, to their friends. is like, Hey, listen, we got to work harder. So when we get these moments, we are ready to win. Like we are prepared for that. So I just been super proud of my babies, man. They they super smart kids. They all straight A students. Um, you know they they could be they could be doing a lot of things, man. But they really really digging the sports thing, So I'm, I'm gonna just stick here with them and see if I can make it happen.
1: <laughs> you said your son is playing four sports, and if I remember correctly, one of the sports that you did when you were younger was like baby ballet or uh, <laughs> or dance. Are you bringing up old stuff, man? guy? the is, uh, is your son
3: uh following that's not one of the sports that he's taking. No, no, no. <laughs> See, that was that was all because of a girl I was messing with at the time, you know what I mean? And I was trying to impress her. So I'm like, I'm gonna go into this ballet class and then end up actually helping me out a lot <laughs> in shot putting this. So hey
1: man, listen, yeah. you can clean it up however you want. It's cool if you took dance yeah. everybody. But, but you know, I, know I can, can dance though. I can York, still dance,
3: defensive.
1: do whatever you need to
3: do. I can still yeah, dance, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. One of these days you're gonna ask me how I got such sweet feet. I'm gonna say, Man, let was gonna take this ballet class and teach you how to do it, you know what I mean. But yeah, he played he played football, basketball, wrestling, and, and uh baseball is what, what his thing is. So
1: and brag on your kids a little bit, man. We hear they're pretty decent athletes. Talk about it a little bit, man. I mean, Let's I saw I was man, That's
4: I was fair. scrolling through Facebook. I saw uh him pulling a truck uh <laughs> in a video. Literally, I saw him pulling a truck. I was like, what what is going on? I know how hard that is. Yeah. And so how old is your son? He just turned
3: nine. Yeah. He that's
4: was, incredible. So he was
3: watching He's the draft. A- this, this is how that, that whole thing started. He was watching the draft. I think he was seven, too, when, that, when he was pulling the truck. He was watching the draft and he was like, Dad, whenever I get drafted, I wanted him to show some cool videos of me, like when I was a kid. So I'm come out here and videotape me pulling this truck. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are we talking <laughs> about, man? Like, But, I mean, like, he went out there and pulled the truck. He only could move in an inch, you know what I mean? But now he that's his goal every year. On his birthday, he want to pull the truck and see how much further he can get the truck. You know what I mean? He, yeah. don't, he don't forget it either, though so. That's I didn't cool, take the last video, but he started making that thing move a little bit. It's getting a little scary, you know what I mean? When it comes to, you know, <laughs> coming to nine year old uh, moving trucks and stuff outside. But yeah, the girls, man, they, uh, you know, they, they rate pretty high. I just got got a couple phone calls about them being, being rate pretty high. Uh, Livia's ranked in the top 100 pitchers in the 27th in class, and Brill's ranked them top 50 in, in hitters in, in the 27th class. And then, uh, you know, Linux is Linux. I don't know, I don't even know how to describe him right now because he's, <laughs> so much bigger than everybody else that he's around. You know what I mean? So I got him playing two years up in football, so he's not the best player on the field right now. You know what I mean? But he's pitching. He's, I think he's pitched two no-hitters. Uh He hit about, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 home runs, something like that. Funny story, we had a tornado warning, or tornado uh, sirens went off. And Brittany, well, Brittany was telling telling the kids, you pack a little bag of your most important things so we can go to the storm shelter if a tornado goes off. So you know, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Sirens go off. We jump up. You know, I'm going. I'm checking, the, checking the, the radar and watching the news. And everybody's going to the shelter. He come walking around the corner, butt naked, with his little bag. I was like, "What's in your bag, man?" <laughs> he got six. He got seven or eight of his home run balls and, it, and all of his <laughs> championship rings in the That's the most important things to him. I <laughs> man ain't like, had
1: no draws. That man ain't no had draws. I said, "You didn't
3: you know, wear no clothes to storm shelter." He's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I gotta go put some clothes on." I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, he he a different cat, That's man. He, yeah, he played he played guard and uh no, guard and nose guard in football. Uh you know, he pitched and, pitch and play catcher and, and hits the ball a mile in baseball, you know what I mean. So he got he don't really wrestle in tournaments yet because he, he weighs so he 171 pounds, so he he's so big that he'd be wrestling <laughs> like grown <drunk> people. So <laughs> I'm just oh, gonna be wrestling practice right now, so he just do that and then basketball he played. He on a pretty good little basketball team. Heat hoops. You know what I mean? He out there looking like Shaq. You know, baby Shaq out there. You see him on the Charles blocks out there. He, me. <laughs> <laughs> he, wore, he wore a size 10 and a half, 11 men shoe at nine years old. You know what I mean? So he's gonna be he gonna be pretty big, man. I'm hoping. So so he that way be my, you in about three I'm years. Short. <laughs> That's oh all really right. telling me how short I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be taller than you in about three years, man. You just wait.
3: It might not take that long,
1: shoot for real. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got chase B right ideas. now. Shout out, shout out 10, baby. you can do a 10. See you out there
3: out man. Still oh. out there making a hot 80. Yeah. Oh, that dude it was rain. special, man. Shit. Yes, he is. Oh, sorry, I can't cuss. He was special. Special <laughs> guy, man. Special guy.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, Joe, I'll tell you what, man, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Tommy Saunders, you got anything else for the
4: Um, Let's see, man. No, I think that's it, man. Just really wanted to talk about if you have anything else to say about, um, man, just your time at Mizzou and um, the players you played with, like it, there was a special group of cats there. And during that time, competitors, talented, but, uh, you know, would. They went the extra mile. They did extra. You know what I mean? There was something special about that that just doesn't come along. And I don't know if that's something that you can actually coach. So just, you know, as we're in this, what would you say to, you know, Mizzou team, coach, what do they need to do Either Turn the program back around to what do they need to look at for players that they're recruiting to get Mizzou back to where um, it was? And just on the competitiveness – you know, that's really what we want to see. We want to see competitive every single game that we're out there.
3: I think, I think I had a chance to go down to Alabama a couple years ago, man, and watch, watch Nick Saban do his thing. You know what I mean? And watch, watch those coaches and those players, you know, the big thing, man, that I I just, you know, when we was there, man, again, I don't think people understood. And I know we didn't know, you know, we knew y'all was good. You know what I mean? But you start putting these people's names on on the piece of paper and saying, "Okay, how many All-Americans do y'all have on one team? How many All-Conference players do you have on one team? How many, you know, individual National Award winner guys you have on one team? Like nobody else, I don't that I know that I, that played with me, that played anywhere around me, that there was guys that played on, at other at other schools, can put the names on the paper that I can put on the paper in that 2007 group. You know what I mean? When you got. You know, you got Ruck and Chase out there, back-to-back Mackey Mackie winner guys, you, uh, all-Americans, and unanimous all-Americans, all-conference guys. You got, you know, Will Franklin, J-Mac, Denario, Tommy, I mean, Jerry Perry. I mean, these dudes, the list goes on and on from the receiver tight end group. Then you got Tony. You know, you got Jimmy Jackson, all them dudes who was just, just really good football players. You know, Tony was a, was, a, was a great dude in his own right. The offensive line guys were Speaker and Ty Lue, and them cats were just, I mean, Big Shug, and it was just good. I mean, everybody was good. Everybody was good. And defensively, we got better because we played against y'all every day. Like, I mean, and every spring practice, every, I mean, I, I remember y'all whooping us so bad in them freaking in scrimmages, man. Man, at one scrimmage, we got y'all on. You cheated, days. man. Huh? It was uh, raining cheated. outside. Don't act like you forgot. You cheated. You know, wasn't that thing? <laughs> we won one. Yo, Yo and cheated, man. We didn't cheat. you talking about? I got a TFL. We TFL for the second was- out.
1: Cheating, man.
3: I tackled Tony Tip on the backfield on the goal line, man. We won 24 22. Don't try to take it away it from was us, a man. Set up,
1: y'all. It Jeez, was our one win. You, you can have that. <laughs> it wasn't no set-up. Y'all we can
3: got have the white that. jerseys. That's where it was.
1: You can have yeah, that. We spent
3: a lot of time in them white jerseys my senior year. Sure <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
3: think sure about the battles did. we got into over a jersey, man. Oh, yeah. I that was competition, don't ever right?
4: remember wearing. The black jersey. I never like uh, when I picture practice at
3: Mizzou, I was always wearing a white jersey. <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell you, man, like no, it was, it was just, I mean the time that we was there, man, like, you know little, guys that wasn't even highly recruited guys you know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I, mean, I wasn't that highly recruited. Like, we was, I think Ruck, Ruck was the, the highest recruit in our class and right behind him, I think Tony Temple was the highest recruit in that next class and then, you know, obviously J-Mac when he got there was was a dude, but I don't think Denario had that many offers. Like, Spoon wasn't a big deal. Will you know Will Mo wasn't a big deal? Like these are guys who just coming off, you know, we maybe one or two offer guys is coming into being eight eight year in the league veteran guys. You know what I mean? Like Denario could have been just, still playing. I don't know what he, yeah, still should be playing right yeah. now if he wasn't, wasn't injured. You know, what I mean, he was a freaking like cyborg. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain that dude. Okay, was different. But it was just it was just so many, so many guys, that I think that we all had a chip on our shoulder. So it was like, you know, how can we I ain't a no five star guy, but I'm just as good as so and so over here at LSU. Watch me go out here and do this. You know what I mean, like.
1: If you remember just... what we said, <laughs> it don't matter how many stars you got because when you cross them lines, we gonna knock them stars we gonna out of you. Them stars out,
3: because listen, we all, American, <laughs> we all Americans, baby. <laughs> we all Americans, baby. We all Americans. We used to say that all the yeah. time.
1: I don't care how many Absolutely. stars you got, man. We gonna
3: knock them stars out, man. We was looking for them guys. We was looking for it, like that's that's I think it was our biggest thing, man. Like. The chip that we had on our shoulder was so big because people was telling us we were not gonna be good, Lazo was always gonna be terrible. You know what I mean? And then yep. the chip, so we we bring that chip into practice, and then all of a sudden the competition level goes through the roof. Like, and it's every day, man. It's, I'm telling you, man. Tommy Saunders, man. Scout team Tommy. The only time I'm talking about starter Tommy Saunders. I'm talking about scout team Tommy Saunders, man. It was a different damn dude, man. He challenges every day. He made us do how many plays over again. Like, dang, get Tommy out of there. Like, we just have to fight Tommy. Like, we got to fight him. We got to get him out of here, man. Because he can't, he can't
4: keep and catching this that- ball like this. Well, that's the thing As like as a walk on or and it, it didn't even matter if a walk on or whatever. I'm on scout team. And I'm playing receiver. It's Thursday. They say defense is going to win. Hey, let the de- defense catch the ball or drop it or knock it down. I said, there's not a chance that I'm out here that I will ever not try to catch the ball with 100 percent effort. Yeah. So I don't care. You can if you put me out here, you can leave me on the sideline. Cool, you can do whatever you want. You can make me do board, you can make me do boards afterwards. Y'all can fight me every time, and I will fight every single time. Not scared, but if you put me out here, I'm gonna try to catch the ball with everything I got. And I had to fight every single day,
3: every single day, every day, every day. It's Thursday, Tommy. Drop the ball. No, I'm not dropping the ball, dude. Come on, man, because we got to keep doing plays over again for this guy.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, we down there, there in the office. They we like, blow the horn. What are yeah, y'all doing? Yeah, the horn can't get blown because Tommy, We still on play five. because y'all can't stop Tommy. He's the slowest cat that ever came through Missouri, and y'all can't stop him from catching the ball. Dude, catch hey. ball, I
3: don't know, man, but nah. So, so <laughs> what, you know, what, when you ask about how to get – I don't know if you could ever recreate that with, with, with us, you know what I mean? Because we was, we was just different cats, man, like – You know, the leadership that we had, you know, I think the the captains that year with me and Ruck and uh, and Pig and J-Ray was just like J-Ray. Like, think about a guy like J-Ray, man. Like, Khali, man. Like, J-Ray was a different – it was just – Ray. still a different – I love J-Ray. I talked to him, I talked to him at least once every couple weeks, man. You know, he coached up at K-State right now. Uh Love J-Ray, man. That dude was different, man. He was off. Everybody know it. It ain't like a secret, right? He was off. (laughs) And he was just like, I mean, th- th- I mean, all the times like Jay Ray's on the even on, on on Rangers. I'm like, dude, like slow the hell down. Like, he didn't have no stopping him. But we had uh, so many dudes that was like that. Like, just didn't have the word stop within our vocabulary. Like the mm-hmm. word quit wasn't even in our vocabulary. The word, the words that's too much was never not uh, on never in our vocabulary. We didn't have those options. Like, we knew what we had to do. We went out there and got it done. Now we had to go through each other a lot of times to get it done. But that just made everybody else better. So that's the thing you got to create. You know, if you want to be great, man, you got to create that kind. Of, you got you got to create an environment where the leaders can lead. You know, they cannot you cannot have leaders leading and the people telling them they don't know that, you know, shut up and whatever, move on. Like everybody got to be willing to listen, leaders got to be able to lead and be led, people got to be able to be led. And then you got to take it, man. You just got to take that. You just, you got to take it, man. It's just, it's just we just took it. Like it wouldn't we shouldn't have been like we was, remember, we was ranked 10th in the Big 12 that year. I see in 07. Mm-hmm. We was not even supposed to be in, in the conversation at all, let alone yep. be number one in the country, right? Yeah, Like, there was no, there wasn't, Mizzou wasn't on that list. And I'll never forget Coach people talking to us after that OU game, man. Was like, listen, man, I've never done this before. I'm never going to do it again, but we can't lose another game because KU's not going to lose. So if we want to get to win the North and get the big championship, we got to win every game. And I've never talking I said about before, and I'm never going to talk about it again. Yep. That's it. We got to win every game, and he walked out the locker room. We all at each other was like, "We ain't practicing on Sunday no more for the rest of the year, bro." We got one, nope. in it and that's it. And we all said, "Okay." Nobody was mad. Nobody was upset. We came out to work the next day, and then we put it, you know, put the put the pedal to the metal. You know what I mean? And we pedaled downhill on some, on some guys' asses. You know what I mean? Yeah, I forgot in- about that.
1: No, that was real. Get, but that
3: was amazing, man. That that was one of the, that's one of my my moments. You know, I look back in time, like you know, what do you remember? I remember that. I remember that conversation in that locker room after that OU game, man, because that was. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so big of him to trust us so much, man, to give us that that little that little nugget. You know what I mean? It wasn't a lot. It's just a little nugget. I mean, who would think that'd be something to motivate somebody? That's a little well, nugget. Everything
1: remember? was one game at a time. You don't look for forward, every, you don't look for ahead. Every, for five that years. Might, yeah. That was for
3: five a- years, it was one game at a time. And that one time he he stepped out of that and was like, Okay, this is it. Like if y'all want to win the north, it's a special team, y'all can do this, but we can't lose no more games. And we was all like, Damn, all right, we ain't losing no more forget it let's go you know what i mean and we just went on, went on the road right there and made it happen but you know that's that's the thing man if you want to get back to that man you got you got to have this just the right people at the right time the right recruits i mean all of us was was not, none of us was like the most highly rated guy but we all we all had the highest rated motors the highest rated the chips the chips were so big you know i remember i remember you really talking about nebraska like everybody thought you should have been in nebraska you know what i mean like but I'm I'm about I'm about to make my own path. I'm not my brother. I'm about to be somebody else. You know what I mean? Like for me, I was the only football player in my family. Everybody else yeah. played basketball. So I'm like, man, I'm I'm about to show everybody what you know, I'm about to put Oklahoma on the map, show everybody what, what it what it do and what, what I what I can do, you know what I mean? Because all my brothers are superstars. I was just yeah. I was just Xavier D'Angelo and Stevie's little brother. You know what I mean? I wasn't even <laughs> I wasn't even in the group, you know what I mean? I'm like the, I'm like Tito. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the one in the back dancing, you know what I mean? But I'm about to step in the front, you know what I mean? Like everybody had has something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody has something. So we just we just took him, man. Chase I me. Mean, think about 10. Like 10 comes in there, man. And he the littlest, bittiest damn dude you ever seen in your life, man. Trying to play some D1 quarterback. You're like, man, this dude is terrible. Like he ain't gonna be able to play no football. Like, look at him. He, look how little he is. He's big and he's round. We got finished. That dude throws one pass, and all of us look at each other like, oh, oh, oh so that's
1: oh, weird. Okay, uh, I get it yeah, now.
3: <laughs> but I'm but y'all know this, like I, I ain't never gonna forget like 10 just being like organizing the seven on sevens and organizing the the, the throw-ins and all that, you know, y'all, y'all didn't even, I don't even, I live with you and didn't hardly even see you because you was throwing all the time. Like y'all at school all the time. Tommy, you was up there catching all the time. Like y'all just did that. This is what y'all did. That was, so it became a staple of the program. Like this is what we're going to do. We're going to go here on Tuesday, Thursdays. We're going to work out after we get done lifting. We're going to work. We're going to work some more. We're going to get on the judge machine. We're going to go catch the indoor. We're going to, I mean, ours was just, well, sure, if they're they going to be out there doing 7-on-7, we're going to go out there and do some pass rush, you know what I mean? Let's go out there right. and get on these, these bags. Yep. I mean, 43 sacks you know, as a group, you know what I mean? Our, our senior year, bro, I mean, man, unheard of, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's just, right. it's just we, we we, knew what we needed to do, and we got it done. That's like, it's, it's it. It ain't, it ain't a lot to it. You just got to do it. You know what I mean, I know Absolutely. it's easier said than done, but when you got a group of guys like we had, your options is real slim. You're either going to yeah. do it or you're going <laughs> to get beat up. Or, no, you know, excuses. <laughs> no excuses, <laughs> right? I mean, no. we didn't, we, Tommy, you know, we, we didn't really, you know, the get down and lay down crew, we didn't get, we didn't give people a lot of options. You know what I mean? Your option is to get it done, go home, or get beat up and go home. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Absolutely. But, well, and yeah. that's, man. mean, that's the thing is this, as you're talking and just kind of reminiscing about that, is like, we had such high expectations for ourselves. It's not like whenever coaches got on us, we were disappointed. Like, we let them down. It was like, we already let ourselves down. Right. You know, our expectations were so um, high and we wanted to compete. We wanted to be great. You know, so the coaches were there to keep structure at, you know, practice and spring ball and stuff. But we were out there competing. Um, I mean, we was fighting time.
3: <laughs> we every, fighting every I day. Mean, I
4: every
3: mean, day. I remember when you threw that pick at OU, bro, you was like, you apologized to me like seventy-five times in like ten seconds. I'm like, bro, relax, man. He's like, no, nah, bro, I can't do that. We can't do that. Like, like, man, we good, bro. Like, we we gonna go get the ball back. Like, he was like, no, nah, man. Like, you was just so hurt, bro. I'm like, but I mean, again, that's that's somebody who is the captain of the team that felt like he let a team down. You know what I mean? Like, that was that was a lot. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. And for especially the other thing too, that people, I mean, especially where we came from, like. Like rug, you wasn't you wasn't the most like team guy when I first met you. You know what I mean? He was a de- he was definitely rug. You know this is about rug. You know what I mean? <laughs> like hey man, this is everybody's about to come in here and have a t rug time. That's what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like shoot, man, just the evolution of all of us, man. We all grew up, man. All of us became men in that in that in that setting, man. We all all of us took a step. You know what I mean? I was so proud of you when we was done. Like just the, just the stuff that you have been, been able to do in your life, man. You know what I mean? And stuff you're doing now, like. Y'all, need, I mean, I'm, I just, I just love my guys, man. It's, every time I see y'all, is great. But it's just, I just be, I just so proud of y'all, man, for everything y'all do. Tommy, mean, shoot, man, every time you call me with something, I'm like, Tommy got something else going on. I'm like, what, what is it now? You know what I mean? But always be successful, man. And then when you're not successful, you come right back in with something like we just, all that stuff we learned when we was there, man. We learned you how to, to fight through adversity. You know, ain't you no, ain't no excuses, man. Parker, read, folks refocus. Let's go. Like the next thing yeah. is the most important thing. Like, and that, that is something I live by daily. <laughs> it's a daily thing to me, like. And no excuses i either did it i didn't do it if i got it done i didn't get it done and we're going to move on let's go get it done whatever it is the next thing let's go that's one so, of the
1: best lessons in sports man, to me is every play is a new play and it doesn't matter whether the play before was good or it was bad you still got a job to do because the clock is still running and you still right. got to keep rolling and that's one of the things that i realized once i got into the workplace that a lot of people don't have no nah. and the you- accountability factor when things aren't going well either, Ooh,
3: I mean, how many people you know in your life right now, man? Something go wrong. They just doing like this.
1: Boy, <laughs> boy, nobody doing this.
3: <laughs> nobody doing this. I mean, what can I do to get better? What, what, Where's my? What, what do I do? What, you know, what, what, where do I put this blame at? I'm pleading on nobody. It's on me.
0: Like we didn't, have a good unit, man. We didn't, we didn't have a good year. This year, the a good year, this year. I'm the head
3: coach, man. It's on me. Like I, I got to get it. I got. We got to get better. I got to get these guys ready to play. Like. I remember Coach Pinky just said it all the time. I'm like, man, what is he talking about, man? We just went out there and <laughs> turned the ball over three times and, like, missed all 20 tackles whatever. He, what is he talking about? It's on him. They ain't do nothing, you know what I mean? But he was teaching us how to be, like, how to be men, you know what I mean? Like, how to how to take responsibility for things when things go wrong, you know what I mean? Like, hey, this is how you do it, man. You know, there's ain't no point in no fingers. It's you. You, like, you get better. Like, you know, and the world ain't going to change. They don't care about the, you know, the labor pains. They just want to see the baby, you know what I mean? And that's it so that's that's we live our life like, all of us do brother like nobody i know to play play with us don't live their life right. like that and it's so weird when mm-hmm. you meet people that don't ain't like that you just kind of look at these people like man really like <laughs> wow man how are you making it how are you waking right. up in the morning how are you going to sleep at night blaming other people for it for something that you did you know what i mean that kind of thing so it is what it is you know we, we, we that's how that's how we made it and I, I think they got to get that back in mizzou man i know we t- trying to tie it all back around to that but when they get that back, man. hopefully Coach Drake was man got that, got some of that in his in his group right now. Some guys he recruiting, uh, going out against some great leaders. He need to come to Oklahoma and get him a great D tackle. You know what I mean? They said they, they down here somewhere. They usually will turn the program around Oklahoma, get a great D tackle from Oklahoma. Uh, and then, then you then you can win after that, you know what I mean? But <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what that's pretty much what it takes. You know, get you a great guy from Oklahoma, it's probably <laughs> yeah, TJ, get get yourself
1: in the number one spot at some point. So. We'll send them to a uh, to another, a ballet down there and see if you can't find the D tackle in the tutu. <laughs> Come up to Mizzou. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Zo, man, we really appreciate you taking the time today, jumping on, making Mizzou sponsored by Three Hundred and Sixty Vodka with myself, mm-hmm. Tommy Saunders. We'll have to have you back, man. Good luck next year, since your season's over this year, and. uh Keep doing what you're doing, man. M-I-Z. Z-O-U,
3: man. Great to see y'all, man. Appreciate y'all having me on. Y'all keep doing y'all day.
2: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.